Welcome to Mafia, a new podcast telling stories of America's criminal underworld. Gotti assumed the position of head of the Gambino family. And using the name Donnie Brasco, I was able to infiltrate the uh, Bonanno uh, crime family in New York City. Bugsy Siegel is an American mob legend. One man changed the whole texture and landscape of crime in America. Listen to Mafia every Wednesday on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your favorite shows. Five, four, three, two, one. Cue music. This is Movies First with Alex First and Chris Coleman. Every so often a movie that tells the story or a a true story or is based on a true story comes along. Uh, And this is no exception. Today we are going to talk about Wiener. Isn't that right, Alex? Absolutely, and we all like eating wieners, do we not? We we go to the footy. <laughs> You're not going there. Well, you know, th- hang on. There was there was a sausage movie recently that was very dirty that we spoke about as well. But I mean, yeah, but I this respect- is a family podcast. I know it is, but well, hang on. Is Don is good? <laughs> yes, and that's true because. You know, do you realise, I know this is a movie podcast, but everything about it points to, we've just had the AFL Grand Final in the previous weekend, and it was it was the Sons of the West. Well, Essendon's from the West, Essendon is Don, Don is good, Don is Wiener, we're getting back to the movie. Six degrees of separation. Are okay. You, are you sold on this, Chris? Not Have even close. You? Not Come even on. close. Get excited, sir, please. You, you're about a million miles away. No, it's a good sign because my team, being the Essendon football machine, is is destined to win a flag next year in 2017. For anybody listening in any other country other than Australia, Google Australian rules football and you'll see my team has won more flags or premierships than any team in the competition. Isn't it magnificent? You you carry on as though that's a record your team holds outright, which is not the case. But anyway... (laughs) No, I didn't say that. And, and, and just a reminder, they were the most recent wooden spooners as well. They did finish last this year. We had to hold up the entire competition. Wiener is a movie rated M in Australia at 96 minutes in duration. One of the most extraordinary, engaging, intriguing documentaries that I have seen, Chris. I couldn't seem to get enough of this erudite American politician. Do you know the name Anthony Weiner? I do know the name Anthony Weiner because, and this is why I didn't want to go with the um, the eating yeah. Weiner's reference. Mm. Well, look, I, I suppose that of all the sexual fantasies and proclivities that I've heard about, his would have to be the most unusual. Would you not agree? It'd be up there. Well, he sends photographs of his private parts covered by material, as in jocks, to women that he has never met. So that is a rather unusual practice, I would have thought. That has undone him well and truly. I mean, he was he was really going somewhere in politics. There's no doubt about it. And he was this young congressman on the cusp of higher office when this sexting scandal forced a humiliating resignation. I mean, that's where it all started. By the way, the documentary claimed the grand jury prize at the Sundance Film Festival. It is a really special movie. So a couple of years after he was booted from Congress, in 2013, he ran for mayor of New York City. He, he thought that his ideas would trump, no pun intended, his indiscretions. Of course, he was wrong. And this documentary gives 
unprecedented access to Wiener and his family and his campaign team. All of these people got sort of the opportunity to speak their mind and that they do. I, I've not seen anything like this. If you were to open your life, and I'm not singling you out particularly, Chris, but it happens to be that I'm speaking to you, and you let a documentary crew into your life 24-7, how would you feel about that? Would you, would you feel comfortable? I wouldn't do it. It's that simple. I wouldn't do it. And I, you would- I, a, I think it would be a very boring story, and B, you know, my life is my life, and uh, you know, while, I, uh, while, while I accept that I have a, a bit of a public profile through, through my work, you know, public is public and private is private. Yep, and I think that that's where most of us would draw the line. And, you know, let's be honest, I don't understand social media when, you know, you you take a photograph of what you had for brekkie and you post it to the world to see. Why? Why is that of any interest? But that's the world in which we live. He's gone a stage further, Wiener. He's basically invited this crew to follow him around whenever and wherever they wanted. And it didn't seem that there were any – there was – there was an, a couple of occasions here when he basically said, no, please, you know, go out or whatever. That's as far as it got. Beyond that, it was open slather. And I thought that was amazing. And he's a remarkable individual. There's a, there's a lot to like about him, but he's got that one major downfall that has obviously come back to haunt him. And, uh, in fact, subsequent to this documentary, we learn that his wife has left him and, you know, the marriage is over. And yet... When this documentary was was on, the wife had decided to stick with him, and uh, she seems decidedly uncomfortable. By the way, throughout this whole process, because when the camera's turned on her, she's a lot less comfortable with the whole exercise, and and she's a lot more circumspect in terms of what she says. But it's a thrilling look inside a political comeback turned meltdown, and what begins as this unexpected surge to the top of the polls, he was leading the race to be mayor. And that took a sharp turn once Wiener admitted to new sexting allegations. So we'd thought everything had come out with regards to the Congress, and now it happens again. And it's even it's questionable how many times and how many women are involved. I never got to understand how many, but I, I just presumed it was a lot. And as the media descended and dissected his every move, Wiener desperately tried to forge ahead. But there was inc- let's be blunt here. Um, he's a married man. Sending one photo like that to anyone else is too many. It, yeah, it, it would appear that way, yes. I mean, I, I mean, it depends on your moral stance, but I think most people would agree that it's not the done thing. OK, here's, here's a really difficult question, Chris, and I, I'm going to try not to get you into too much hot water with this. Mm. As a married man... Yes. ..should you have both mates and girlfriends, and I don't mean girlfriends as in going and sleeping with them, but I'm saying friends that are females that you are very close to. Should that be acceptable? Because I know a lot of people would regard that as being a step too far. Uh, I have have a couple of female friends who I'm close to. Yeah, I mean, I I feel the same way. Obviously, we're both males, so, you know, we don't have the the benefit of having a woman at the other end of the line. and, And to be honest, different women would have different views on this. But, you know, that's one thing. But I wouldn't. It's not even something that would enter my head. This is what there's at one point in a movie that, or this documentary, that a journalist asks the question or poses the question that there's something psychologically wrong here. That 
Anthony Weiner would feel compelled to do what he did. And, he, I mean, the, the more you think about it, the more that there may be some truth in that. He's clearly an incredibly erudite, brilliant man in many, many respects, but he's done himself irreparable harm through his indiscretions. And that's what we get to see here. I mean, there's crippling 24-hour news coverage that halts his political aspirations once the sexting scandal comes out. And Wiener walks the line between political farce and personal tragedy. And you've got New York, the, the bustling, loud city, as the backdrop, and it, it charges through an increasingly baffling political campaign with unflinching clarity, with, with there's humour there, there's pathos. By the way, the, the directors, John or Josh, rather, Kreigman, who also shot and produced Wiener, and Elise Steinberg, who wrote, produced and directed another documentary called The Trial of Saddam Hussein. They've done a, a, something really special here, Kreigman and Steinberg. They had unprecedented access to the centrepiece of the doco, namely Wiener himself, because Kreigman was a political consultant, a campaign advisor for local and US national candidates before he turned to filmmaking. And that included working with Wiener himself years before the congressional sexting scandal that led to his resignation from Congress. And that's so how it was that Kreigman started filming on the first day of Wiener's mayoral campaign and was there all the way through to the end. Of course, at that point, there was no sexting scandal. So, you know, Wiener would have thought, OK, well, it's going to be smooth sailing. Somebody will document my life and it'll make for interesting reading. No one had any idea. This is what Kreigman says. Nobody had any idea how it was going to unfold, what would happen. But he says, I, I knew it was going to be a pretty extraordinary event. And that it proved to be. And a key player, of course, is his wife. His wife's name's Humer, H-U-M-A. And Humer is a confidant of Hillary Clinton. And, of course, Hillary Clinton stood by her man too, didn't, he? didn't she? But, you know, was was far more closed book about that. Instead here, we, the audience, judge humour based upon her facial expressions and body movement. And that's when I said she's incredibly sort of uncomfortable. And the impression we, we gain of Wiener, though, is that he has some important things to say that do resonate with the public, but while being incredibly self-assured, he's also narcissistic and delusional. He's got remarkable drawing power. I mean, people, including the media, are quite besotted. They're absorbed in and at the same time appalled by him and his actions. So in, in terms of directing, in Steinberg's case, she and Kreigman, who have been a directing team for four years, did not know Wiener, or she didn't know Wiener before making this documentary. And she acknowledges she was taken by this complex, charismatic and, and funny man. He's the kind of character every documentarian dreams of following, she says. Clearly, it was his openness, his comfort in front of the camera, along with the lack of finger-pointing in the documentary that makes it such a compelling piece of work. They don't judge, they just record. And they, they speak to him, and it has to be seen to be believed. One of the things, neither of them, neither Wiener nor his wife, Humor have seen this documentary. They refused to see it after it was made. They were, they, well, they, they were offered it on a number of occasions and they've said no. I can understand her not wanting to see it. But, yeah, but, but he, him, I mean, who, he comes across as a narcissist. Well, he's, exactly. You know, he doesn't seem to have terribly many boundaries about taking photos of himself, so can't quite work out why he wouldn't want to see a documentary about him. Exactly. Well, this is one of the best documentaries I've ever seen. It is absolutely riveting. A incredible. And, you know, I, 
I now put it on the table, Chris. You know, have a change of heart. Let let the cameras follow you around for a couple of years. See how you feel, eh? Not, not going to happen. Just never oh. going to happen. Okay. Maybe maybe we can follow you to see. Hey, listen, if Essendon makes the premier, grand final next year, will you come and watch it with me? No. Oh, Unless that's... it's against Greater Western Sydney. Well, hang on, you're going to dominate for the next six years. Well, exactly. So, you know, I'm going to enjoy that when it happens. Lovely. Go and see Wiener, folks. Really great movie of eight and a half to nine out of ten. Absolutely powerful and incredible in every sense of the word that a guy would allow himself to be put through this. Truly bizarre, but there you go. And a good score for Wiener on this edition of Movies First. You've been listening to Movies First with Alex First and Chris Coleman. Subscribe to the full podcast at Audioboom, Stitcher and iTunes or your favourite podcast distributor. This has been another quality podcast production from Bytes.com. Welcome to Mafia, a new podcast telling stories of America's criminal underworld. Gotti assumed the position of head of the Gambino family. And using the name Donnie Brasco, I was able to infiltrate the uh, Bonanno uh, crime family in New York City. Bugsy Siegel is an American mob legend. One man changed the whole texture and landscape of crime in America. Listen to Mafia every Wednesday on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your favorite shows.